broadcasting live from Lakewood, California. This is Dudes for Life Radio. Hello and welcome to Dudes for Life Radio. This is Travis Laravere. And this is Holden Rutt. Welcome to another episode. Just want to give a little update first. We're finally able to get our episodes online. So we have a website now, www.dudes4, four, four, number four, com. No, it's a mouthful. Yes. It's okay. I finally got it working. I've been up all night and all day during break at school trying to figure it out, but I finally got it. So we're all good now, and it should be fun to listen to. We're having a bunch of people listen already. I've already told people about it, so that should be pretty cool. So let's give a little update about us. So what's been going on with you, Holden? With me? Well, I've had a lot going on since we've last talked, but I'll just give you like the bare basics. Tomorrow night-ish, I've got my winter formal going. Cool. Yeah, and that, that should be really fun. Who are you taking? I'm taking my girlfriend. Cool. Yeah. No uh, names, because we don't like to do names here. Okay. Well, my mom's going to cook us a Chinese dinner, Ooh. just to be nice. Sweet. And or then... Or chicken? Uh, I'm not sure. So hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. And then um, we're going to head over to the Knott's Berry Farm Hotel. Oh. Yeah. Uh, wow. What are they? The Golden Waves, I think? I, a- Amber Waves. I can't Amber, remember. Amber Waves. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll stay there until about 11.30. That's when the dance ends. Then we're going to head over to Denny's. It, it should be a great time. It's too bad you don't get to actually go... Inside the park, I think it'd be oh, funny if you're going inside great. the park in the the dress and your tux. Oh, that would be cool. amazing! I'm not wearing a tux; I'm wearing a suit. Cool. I already have the suit. Don't need to rent it. So you walk walk on an accelerator with your girlfriend in her yes. dress. That'd be amazing. Rent. That'd be pretty cool. That's that's pretty cool. Um, um with me, I've uh, just finished out my first semester um, a couple months ago, so I'm actually in my second semester right now. Uh, the thing was is that I actually signed up for five classes. I only got into three of them on the first day because I was on the waiting list for two. That was my Sale. beach class and my marine biology class. But I went uh, back the next days and were able to get into both of them. Oh, very so cool. So I still have five classes. It's still a lot of work, but I've been doing okay. And they're, they're actually both pretty fun classes. The, you know, the classes that I wanted to add are actually my favorite ones. Like I just had marine biology today, and we did a lab, and we do a lab every day. It's supposed to be a three-hour class, but it's basically you do the lecture for up to the hour, and then whatever time you have left, you take to do the lab. So that should be pretty cool. Okay, so next. Um, coming up really, really soon, actually, is my 18th birthday. Woo! Yeah. Yay! And, and celebrate that this weekend. I'm going up to Tahoe. Sweet. Yeah, Nevada side, I think. I'm, I'm going to go snowboarding. Nice. I've yes. never done that before. Yeah, I got my snowboard for Christmas, so it'll be sweet. 18th whole, birthday. Yep. I think we're going up for three days. I'm, I'm going to be gone for four. I've never been snowboarding before. I'd like yeah. to try it one day. It's it's a lot of fun. That's cool. I think my my mom is actually going skiing this weekend. Oh, I can't remember exactly where cool. she's going. You know, a lot of people say snowboarding is a lot like surfing. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree with that. I think entirely. One of the things that I've learned from surfing and snowboarding is that surfing you actually have to steer the board from the front. Yeah. Of the board is because you put too much weight on your back foot, then you're gonna sink. You're going to break first, and then you're going to sink in the wave, and everything's just going to kill you. And snowboarding is just the opposite. You want to put your weight on your back foot so you don't dig your nose into the snow. Yeah. You put you put a little bit more weight on your front, but then you use your back to steer. That way you see people going down the side of the mountain, going left and right instead of just straight down because that's not really what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So that should be pretty cool, though. I'm, I'm excited for you. That, that should be pretty awesome. Yeah. They just got about six inches of snow today. Because it's been raining like crazy today. It was nice this morning, but then... 
Oh, I basically, love the rain. basically since about two o'clock, it's just been raining like crazy. Yeah, it's gonna flood. Oh. Yeah, I hope. Uh, hopefully, it's raining tomorrow when my girlfriend comes over to my house for dinner. That way, we could go dancing in the rain nice. even before formal. That would be so fun. And I get to the get to the dance, dress mm-hmm. all wet, and yeah. just look like filth. Uh, we don't care. That's okay. And then uh, Christmas was just about a month, month and a half ago. And uh, yeah. what did you get? I got I got my snowboard, Yay. boots, bindings, the whole the whole set. And I was excited for my gift because I finally got my acoustic guitar. Yeah. So if many of you don't know, I am a drummer. I've been doing that for years, but I wanted to span out and do some other things. So I still play drums, for so nobody worries. But I got an acoustic guitar, so it's a Fender Starcaster. It's probably not top of the line. I don't think it is. But you know what? You've heard that thing before. Place yeah, is fine. Oh, yeah, you're amazing at it. You're 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 a natural artist. I mean, I've you only I've only been playing. I've only been playing for a month, but I I love it. I play that thing every day. I've started writing music of my own, so you know some of my influences wow. are Jack Johnson and Jason Mraz, and I um, think those guys are awesome. They're great. And then one more thing. Uh, something a big event that happened in my life just recently. Cool. Um, what is it? My my hockey team. We were playing and we lost one game the entire season. And that and means that means we were first place champions. Woo! Yeah, I got put on the all star team. Cool. And we played our game and everything. That was fun. We won. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. So I got my trophy though. Remember what it was like playing hockey? That's yeah, pretty cool. That fun. was back in junior high. Oh, you were goalie, weren't you? Yes, I was. Played for three years. I was actually a goalie of the year for two of them. Yeah. So. Oh, speaking of junior high, what years were those? Oh, gosh. That was... Are you doing a segue? We're doing a segue into the, our topic. Yeah. So before we go into our topic, this is the back in the day episode. We're going to be discussing all the things that we remember from being kids in the 90s. That should be a good time. So we will be right back after this commercial break. Welcome back to Dudes for Life Radio. This is the Back in the Day episode. First of all, Holden and I were both born in the 90s. I am September 1990, and you... February 1991. So we're really just about three, four months apart from each other, so that's pretty cool. So everything that we're going to talk about today should be in good uh, conversation because we know pretty much everything. So what we did was that we made up a list of our favorite movie, favorite TV show, toy, video game, and famous event that we remember from the 90s. So this is all random. We don't know what each other is talking about, except for the famous event, because we wanted to discuss it that way. It was appropriate for what we're talking about. So let's get this started. So I'm going to say, let's start off with my favorite TV show back okay. in the 90s. What was your favorite TV show? Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Oh. Every, every kid... Every guy who's my age can always admit they love Power Rangers growing up. I, I can't say that. You you don't like Power Rangers. I, I wanted to like Power Rangers. I really wanted to watch them. My parents said too much violence. Holden, you can't watch wow. it. Wow. I know. I was so upset. Fail. Yes, fail. That's our word. That's my word. When we use that word randomly, it's, it's just a that's, a, that's a catchphrase. So say it whenever something doesn't go right. Fail. Not failure. Not epic failure. Just, just fail. fail. So, anyways, Power Rangers. What did you like about them? I thought it was just the coolest thing. You know, your parents didn't like violence. That's okay. I can understand that. But I loved it. I always dreamed of being a Power Ranger. The only thing about the Power Rangers is that as they steadily progressed over the years, they gradually sucked more and more and more and more. And then they started getting all these different types and and finished off just the... Dino Force and Team Tropic something. I don't know. 
It's yeah. It's random. But then you look back at the very first seasons of Power Rangers with Jason and Tommy and Kimberly. I mean, you gotta wow. admit, Kimberly was you high. Can, you can remember their name. I can remember that. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Nice. You know? I always wanted to grow up and be Tommy. I mean, at one point he was the Green Ranger, and then when I got to the movies, he was the White Ranger. That's cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I remember one year for Halloween, uh, my cousin was a Power Ranger. I think it was the White Power Ranger. And I was Buzz Lightyear, and we'd fight each other. Oh, it was fun. Oh, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, I love Buzz Lightyear. I wish we could talk about that now, but I didn't put that down on my list. But Buzz Lightyear is my other favorite character. But here's a, here's a cool thing. I wanted to say this was about a year ago, and I was flipping through on a Saturday morning. There's nothing else on. So I'm flipping through, and I saw, oh, look, Power Rangers. This is how lame it's gotten now. But the thing was is that the actor who played Tommy in the old season was in this new season. And his character was kind of like the leader of all these new Power Rangers, which is cool. And that I thought, is cool. hey, that's that's like, you know, back in the day. I thought, kind of going back to thinking about, this is what I used to like when I was a kid. But the cool thing about this episode was that the villains of these Power Rangers kidnapped Tommy. But the other thing is that the current Power Rangers didn't know that he used to be a Power Ranger. So they went through, and the thing, he sent a ransom video to all his Power Rangers saying, Rangers, this is who I used to be. And they showed all these old clips of the original Power Rangers show with him in it. I thought it was the coolest thing. And, you know, I had to I had to keep watching because I was like, you know what? It was awesome to see. I remember this episode. I remember that episode. It's awesome. So, what so, about your favorite TV show? Sounds corny to me, but okay. My favorite TV show wasn't like a TV show like you think, the adult sitcoms or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was DuckTales. Oh. Disney Channel. I remember that. I loved all the Disney Channel cartoons. How did the thing? DuckTales. DuckTales. But- Woo! There's all that theme song and everything. Yes, I can't uh, really remember that either. Uh, I love the shows. I'm not, any Disney Channel cartoon I'd watch. You can't you can't go wrong with Disney Channel? No, you can't. Except nowadays with some of the new shows, but whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that that was amazing. It, it's been off air for like ever, and I've been upset every time I go to Disney Channel. I'll see like some old cartoon, and I'll be like, oh, "It's Ducktales coming up," and then I'll look and I'll be like, "Oh, fail! No more Ducktales." Because what I thought it seemed like was like a Disney version of like Indiana Jones. Because you look at yeah. you look at the Ducktales and it had like the compass and everything. And I don't think it was Donald Duck that was in it, but his no. three little nephews were in there, yeah, or something. Donald was in it every once in a while. Then you had the old the old rich guy. Yeah. his name. He was like the Scrooge. Yeah, he was Scrooge. He uh, he played Ebenezer Scrooge from the Christmas Carol. Yeah, movie that they made. I, that's a good. That's a good choice. I I like that. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it's a great great TV show. Now, what about your favorite movie? My favorite. I, I put two things out. I put my favorite and my least favorite. Okay. My my favorite. Um, let's start with my least favorite. My least favorite was Mary Poppins. Oh God, I hated that show. Fail. Yes, fail. Fail. Mary fail. Poppins, it was so boring. What's what's with this lady singing to you? Oh, drink your medicine. <laughs> no, I just got a quote. A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it, and then on the roofs, people going in and out of the chimneys. I'm like, you're not Santa. Get although, out of the although, chimney. although, you got to say the people, the the premise of the movie was not my favorite. I'm not big into musicals. It depends on which movie it is. But you got to say the people that they have playing the characters in the movie. Julie Andrews was one of the biggest musical movie stars of that time. Yeah, she, she was. was in Mary Poppins. She was in Sound of Music. As much as I hate Sound of Music, it is pretty cool to see her character and just what a fantastic singer she is. Yeah. And then you got to look at the King of Comedy, Dick. 
Van Dyke. <laughs> one of right. one of the most comedic guys of that time too. Okay. Okay, Mary Poppins, gotcha. My my favorite movie of all times. It, there was a series. I think there's three, and then they back in the nineties, and then they make a fourth one. I'm not sure if the fourth one's the Karate Kid series. Oh yeah. Yes, those I think were amazing. The only the only the thing I died. I think um, Karate Kid actually might have been in the eighties, but I think yeah, some of the newer ones I think were made in the nineties. I think the oh. first one came out in 1980. Oh my bad. That's all right. Well, we can talk about it. That's fine. Personally, I think I still think the first and the second ones are the best ones. I mm-hmm. didn't really see the third one at all because I didn't really know much about it, but I like the first one. I actually I do like the second one better because I like how he actually goes into Okinawa with Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, that one's really And cool. then everything is not competition, it's real life and death. Like that last fight scene that he has with the guy. Yeah. And he's trying to protect that girl that he was spending time with, but the fact that he could have actually died when he was during that fight. But the thing is, the guy that played the villain in that movie, he's like in every movie that I've ever seen. You know, if you've ever seen that old Disney movie, uh, Johnny Tsunami. Yes. Yeah, he, he, was, seen that. He, was, he was the dad in Johnny Tsunami. He was actually the main pilot from the new Pearl Harbor movie when mm-hmm. they started the bombing. He's just about in everything. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's a good movie. And then the fourth one that they made was The Next Karate Kid. Yeah, that was with the chick. With Hil- Hilary Swank. Oh, what? From Million Dollar Baby and some of those other movies. Oh, yeah. I, 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 thought, it was a, I thought it was okay. Yeah, she was all right. But it's it's still it didn't it's do not the same. It didn't do it justice. Yeah. She could have done a better job. Although when she was in Million Dollar Baby, she definitely did her role justice. The only thing about that movie was that I felt it was good up until the very end. I didn't like the fact that Clint Eastwood's character actually killed her in the end. Yeah, that was kind of It amazing. was kind of like, uh, I didn't really like it yeah. It was an overkill. <laughs> now, my favorite movie from the 90s, and still one of my favorite movies today, Rocket Man. Oh, that's a great Rocket one. Rocket Man. Oh, who doesn't like Rocket Man? Seriously, I think anybody who can watch an old funny movie, not for saying it's one of the best movies ever because it's Oscar worthy or whatever, if it's just a good time, makes you laugh, it's Rocket Man. Great swirling onion rings. Sweet swirling onion rings. And it just has a lot of random one-liners that he says. Wasn't Sweet me. There you go. Wasn't me was the one thing that he said constantly throughout the whole movie, especially when he and the commander are walking together <laughs> on Mars. They had the tube that tied them together because the commander had a leak in his air tank. And so when they're walking back to the ship, he ends up farting and then just completely swells up. And he's like, what? What? I didn't do nothing. Wasn't me. And then all the fart goes into the other guy's suit, and he's just inside that suit, and he can smell it and everything. Oh, it's hilarious. And Oh, we can't forget Bud's coin. (laughs) (laughs) Drops the coin down the toilet. (laughs) Yes. But I I gotta say, Rocket Man, you could be any age and still just love that movie. As much as it is a funny kind of kids... Well, it's not really a kids movie. It's just a fun... It's a family comedy. Yeah, it's fun for the whole family. You yeah, can't go wrong with but that. But there's, there's hardly no language. But it was okay because as a family comedy, everybody can still watch it and not really be offended by anything. It's only funny because they have all the farts and they have all the random things that he does. I yeah. think my favorite part of the movie, when he's during the training scene and he has to go through all these rigorous tests to prove himself that he's worthy of being an astronaut. So he's competing against this other guy. And he's going through isolation. Yeah, the isolation chamber is probably the best scene in that movie because he's in there. The isolation chamber, if nobody knows, is this big old steel box that has two rooms. They both look alike. They're just both made out of steel and they have one bench. It's pretty much a jail cell. And they stick you in there for 24 hours with no contact with anybody. Yeah, no forms of entertainment, just you, yourself. And 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 just the room. Yeah. There's nothing in there. 
So naturally, the other guy just sits there and tries to fall asleep for 24 hours. I mean, obviously, you can't fall asleep for 24 hours because that's tough to do unless you're drunk or whatever. Drunk or drugged. But So what he does is that he starts experimenting with, oh, what's this room like? So he notices that the room echoes a lot, and he just says, hello! And then hello. the guy falls off the bench because he hears the sound coming through. And so the main character's name is Fred, and the other guy's name is Gordy. So Fred is sitting over there saying... Hello! And then Gordy just falls off the thing. And then he starts doing other things. Eventually, after f- the first five hours, he's trying to relax. And Fred just goes, Ah, John, Jacob, Jingleheimer, Schmidt. And so he starts singing that song. And then when he says, John, Jacob, Jingleheimer, and he just screams it really loud. The guy just starts going nuts and screaming repeatedly over and over and over again. Several and then the, hours. Yeah, and the last part... He has the sock puppets, mm-hmm. and he starts talking to each other. And then after 24 hours, when the people finally open the door, he's like, we're still in, th- in Act 3. Can and, you then, give us and then they open Gordy's door, and then he's got his pants wrapped over his head, and he's butt naked in front of everybody. He says, somebody stole my pants. It's hilarious. It's a must-see yes. and, movie. And another and another funny movie. I don't know if I have a least favorite movie, but I still got to say one of my other favorite stupid comedies is Dumb and Dumber. Can't, series. can't go wrong with Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels can't go wrong with that. That's who it was. Good Jeff times. Daniels. I was thinking about it. Yeah, that was that was good times. A lot of lot of good moments in there. Not family friendly at some parts, no. but it's still a fun movie to watch when when you're old enough and you understand half the jokes that go on in that movie. Jeff Daniels, right? Who, what else did he play in? Oh gosh, I can't remember. Actually, you know what? If you've seen the movie Speed. Not not, oh, speed, not speed, speed like drugs. I've speed. seen it. Speed. That's a great movie. Speed too. with Keanu Reeves and uh, Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Or if you've seen 101 Dalmatians. Okay, he yeah. Played, he played the male in that movie. I can't yeah. remember any of those characters in that movie because I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, those are other great movies. Yeah. So, let's move on to our next topic. So, we're going to go with... Favorite toy. Favorite toy. Okay. My, my favorite toy isn't really a toy at all. Please um, tell me it's not a card game. It's not a card game. Okay, good. It, it's something little kids would make. To feel like they own something, kind of. Okay. Um, duct tape wallets. Oh. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I'd make duct tape wallets and put them in my back pocket. I'd take Monopoly money, put it in there, and I'd be like, yeah, I got a wallet. How about you? <laughs> now, the question is, how many tries and how many rolls of duct tape did it take you to figure out how to make it just right? Let's not go into that. Now, now <laughs> do, you, do you still have duct tape wallets? I do, actually. Do you use it? No, I don't. Bummer. It, it, Fail. It, 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 it wasn't big enough for actual money. Bummer. <laughs> Just, well, you, well I, I guess if we can measure it out, and we'll look on Wikipedia and see how to make a proper one. So Yeah, I know how to make a proper one now. I can make it if I want to, but I got a real wallet. I don't need a duct tape one. I got I got to be careful when I'm making wall, duct tape walls because my uh, last debit card actually got bent and it got scratched up a lot, so I couldn't oh. use one, so I had to... Order a new one, but luckily that didn't cost me any money, so that was okay. Because I would try to go into the ATM machines and pull out money or deposit a check, and it wouldn't let me. It would just say, I don't recognize your card. Yeah. But now, my favorite toy, I'd have to say anything that kids anywhere can play with, and they come in all different shapes, sizes, forms, colors, everything, are action figures. Action figures. Because any, anybody. Any grown man who's still 40 years old living with his mother has probably a collection of action figures. 40-year-old virgin. Whether whether it be Star Wars, Power Rangers. I used to have a bunch of Power Rangers action figures. I didn't have any 
full-size action figures, like... Like, foot-tall ones? No, not like that. Just the normal size, like, Barbie doll action figures. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't have any of those. What I did have were army men, like, little... Oh, army, yeah. Like, yeah. Army men. Those are still action Definitely. figures. And I'd always set those up. You could take a BB gun and yeah, just, just shoot them. Or even if you don't have a BB gun, you use rubber bands. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what me and my friend Kevin would do, is that we would sit uh, ends of a living room to each other. We'd set up a huge army of army men on each side, so kind of like if we were bowling with each other. Yeah. And then we would take shots, we'd have rubber bands, and then we'd have, like, small little pebbles or, like, one big pebble. Yeah. And we'd basically either shoot the guys with the rubber bands or chuck the rocks and see who, who, can, not, yeah, them, them who was the last man standing. So, yep. yeah, whoever had all their armies knocked down first was eliminated. So I do, do the same thing outside, but sometimes I'd leave them out there and the lawnmower hit it. That'd be all cool. <laughs> I'd find it later and I'd keep it and I'd put it up there and be like, oh, see, I killed him. Too bad. <laughs> That's what happens when you walk through the jungle and you don't realize the big old swirly thing. Like, remember in um, Honey, Honey, Honey I Shrunk the, the Kids? kids. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, too. Uh, I totally forgot it. that that one started it all, too. Good movie. But, okay. uh, anyways, back to Army Men. The thing that I liked about Army Men is what you could do with them. Besides, just set them up and have them for little displays. Like time to you could time fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> you could time to fireworks, or you could take a magnifying glass to their head and just melt their melt, melt their brains, or stick them on a frying pan or something. And you know, I used to, me and Kevin used to get in trouble a lot with what we used to do with our men is that we'd buy so many of them. And then we just mutilate them like crazy. Yeah. And even, not even with army men, me and uh, one of my buddies who lives just up the street, a long time ago, we used to take just regular full-size action figures, and we, he would create evil death scenes with all these, like, I remember, <laughs> I can't remember when they came out, but when they started coming out with, like, sports action figures, like, they came out with that biker, Dave Mira. Yeah, the, I remember that That one. BMX guy. They had figures where the character's legs would attach to the pedals and then he could turn the pedals while he was riding on the little bike yeah but we would hang him by the neck still on the bike from a little string in his doorway yeah and just have torture with these little toys but yeah action figures and duct tape wallets two completely different things but that's okay yep but had a lot of fun with action figures i probably i think i gave most of mine away i, I still have mine i play them uh, every once in a while but you know yeah you just you have fun with them and you just I, I might still have a few, but if I have them, they're special action figures, and I keep them on display somewhere as, like, collector's items. I have my die-cast model of a big Thunder Mountain Railroad train, which I yes, got from Disneyland a couple of years ago. Great. And that actually brings back memories because we'll actually share this on the next show when we talk all about theme parks. So that'll be a good show. That'll be a fun show for me because I'll go theme crazy. Park so aside from toys, what else did you play with when you got bored? Mario Kart. Yeah, video games. Hello. Yeah, video games. Hello. Uh, my favorite system of all time, still today, Nintendo 64. Yep. Of course. Of course. You could, you could drop that thing and it'll still work. Yep. And, and great video games. And I'd probably say the best out of the series, the original Super Smash Brothers. Yes. I, I think I, I think my favorite video game of all time is Mario Kart for yeah. Nintendo 64. But ha- have you played the new Mario Kart for the Nintendo Wii? Yes, I have. That's pretty, that's pretty fun. It's I, fun, and I it's really it's cool. tough. I, it's really tough. It doesn't beat the Nintendo you, you gotta, you got to get the hang of it. Well, you know, I said Super Smash Brothers is one of my favorite games, but it, it's not my favorite game that I remember. Unlike him, I had an original PlayStation growing up. I didn't have N64. I, I, I remember those. those I went to my cool. friend's house to play Super Smash Brothers and Mario Kart and all that stuff. But I'd have to say my favorite PlayStation video game, Twisted Metal. Nice. Twisted that's Metal. A great, great video game. Nobody knows what Twisted Metal is. That is one of those car mutilation I'm very violent. Yes, you are. (laughs) 
Twisted Metal was a game where you would pick cars, and basically everyone would have its own type of weapon. And you put your own weapon on it. Did you pick armor for it? I don't remember. I don't think you picked armor, but every... You just pick your own weapon. Yeah, every... Different cars had different armor already yeah. on them. It had speed and armor, and then the deadly force of each weapon. Yeah. So um, every car had its own personality, so it had a strange character, and then they would drive a unique car. So, for instance, the main character of all the Twisted Metal games was Sweet Tooth. Yeah, the Sweet Tooth was a demonic clown who drove a killer ice cream truck. Kill every other car and hopefully be the last one still alive. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that um, movie, um, Death Race. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever seen that? Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. I, th- I thought Death Race. I never saw it yet. It's not that good. I didn't see. I, I still like Don't to see if they, if they could do it right. I think they'd be cool if they did like a twisted metal movie. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. But yeah, Death Race, the new movie, it's kind of the same premise where everybody has their own personalities, and it's not really a race like what Twisted Metal is. Twisted Metal is just kill everybody. Death Race is just race. Death Race is kill everybody in race. The yeah. last race is the only one you have to win. Everyone else is just stay alive. Yeah, but that was definitely one of my favorite games, and I. I still play it today. I still have Twisted Metal Black, and I still enjoy playing it. It's still a good party game. I've never played it, Travis. We should play it sometime we'll, together. I think we'll have to play it when we're all done here, because I have my PlayStation 2 set up here. And oh, I, I didn't even TV. see that TV. So, that should be pretty good. Now, whoa, and you said Mario Kart was your favorite. Yeah. Very uh, cool. That That's when my favorite tradition started, when I got my Nintendo 64. The first year it came out for Christmas. My cousin and I, we went to the back room, just made ourselves scarce, so no one knew where we really were. Yeah. We played Mario Kart for six hours straight. Ooh. Six hours straight. That's crazy. I'm surprised your eyes aren't square. <laughs> yeah, really. Now, From then on, every family get-together, we always get... Whoever has the newest system or the best game, we always take that, go into one of the back rooms... Lock yourselves in the closet and play a game for six hours. Yes. Uh, and another game that I forgot that you had... Another great classic game for the N64 is Star Fox. Yes, Star who Fox. doesn't like Star Fox? Star Fox is one of the original fighter plane games that was set in the future with fictional characters, obviously, but it's a oh, what's Fox. That, what's that one game I have, Mario? Super Mario? Just Super Mario 64. Yeah, just Super Mario. Not Super Mario Brothers, yeah. just Mario. And to date, Super Mario 64 is still the best-selling game ever made. Did you know that? I did not know that. Super Mario 64 is still the most copies ever sold for one single video game. Well, I I never bought it. It came with my system. So you can tell how popular it is. Well, actually, when you just said that right now, that kind of thinks like they're cheating. Actually, I just remembered Wii Sports is actually the new best-selling game because every Wii Wii comes with with Wii Sports. But you know what? Even if Wii Sports didn't come with Nintendo Wii, I would still buy it anyways because I love that game. I mean, you can't get enough yeah. of playing the bowling or... I personally think the Wii is gay. I would never have one, even though I, oh. I do play it every once in a while. It is fun. Fail. I would never have one. Really? Would you get an Xbox? I would get an Xbox. But fortunately for me, I have... Well, technically, I don't have, but my brother has an Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I borrowed Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare from one of my friends, and I've had it for Sick. about two months... And I'm super addicted to it, but I need to give it back because I know it's not mine. But that's okay. That's one he, of those... If he forgets about it, nothing to worry about. That's, right? a, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take uh, another quick break, and we'll come back with our last topic, which is a famous event that happened, and we'll discuss these last two topics.
And welcome back to Dudes for Life Radio on our show called Back in the Day, where we revisit everything that we remember from the 90s. So now we're going to go into a little more serious side of this show, and we're going to talk about a famous event that we remember. Not Maybe not so much famous, but a notable historic event that we remember from the 90s. So you want to you do yours first, because I'm a little unfamiliar with yours. In 1997, I believe it was, and this was the North Hollywood shooting. It was a group of guys that got heavily armed weapons, a, a getaway car, and they tried to do a bank heist. They stole a bunch of money out of a bank. I don't know what bank, even if it, I did, we would keep the name. Do you, remember, do you remember how much money it was? The article I read didn't disclose any information like that. They didn't say the amount of money that was stolen. They didn't say keep anything. Every, keep everything classified. Yeah, they kept classified. They okay. even changed the names. Like, when I was saying it, it's like, and we'll call this guy Bob. That, that's what it said okay. in the article. So they kept a lot of names and clothes. Anyway, these guys, they had body armor on, um, the whole helmets. They were dressed like commandos. They were obviously ex-military guys. Yeah, so they, they kind of knew the ropes of how to successfully, you know, storm a bank or just had to storm anything, be, be able to be able to have a greater percentage of pulling this off correctly. Yeah, yeah. so anyway, they, they unloaded hundreds of clips at anything that moved towards them, and it, it was insane. There was bullets flying everywhere. There was, I believe, about 200 officers on hand with wow. standard uh, pistols, standard Beretta, I think, 9mm pistols with 15 rounds. Yeah. So they, they were trying to fend them off of that. Then a group of cops went over to this local gun store. Huh. And they just they they just went in frantically said, "Give me all your guns. We need them now. We need something that'll pierce through body armor and everything." And I'm and wondering, I'm wondering if the clerk said, "Do you have a credit card so I can <laughs> give you your weapons?" No, no. The gun shop owner just gave them anything they needed. He didn't even have he didn't have body piercing rounds, but he gave them slugs that even if it hit the body armor, it would it kind would break it would break bone even wow. if it hit the body armor. Kind of knock them off their yeah. feet. Yeah, it wouldn't go through the body armor, but it would break. It would break them. So, do you know where did anybody die? Two suspects died almost by point blank, point blank gun gunfire through through their helmet that they had on. Mm-hmm. It it was probably like ten feet away. Were there any like civilian deaths or anything? There was fifteen injured civilians mm-hmm. and three injured cops. One was um one wasn't fatal, but it was serious condition. Wow. Critical condition. That's that's pretty scary. It, that's amazing. And, and since know, then, you know, when you see the shotguns and everything in the police cars, yeah, this event is why they carry those shotguns. There you go. That's pretty. That's true. I I just remember reading about that, learning why instead of pistols, they have the shotguns on hand in the car just in case something like that happens. You know what? I remember watching on TV. They had this show, um, one of those kind of live video shows called Real TV. I don't know if you remember real TV at all. Yeah, I remember just, it a little It's kind of like if you watch Most Daring or Maximum Exposure or whatever yeah. those shows are now. Um, real TV was basically just real-life video. I think I remember seeing a video on there about a Spanish newscaster that was filming live on hand at that shooting. And he was actually telling the gunman to get down because a couple of rounds deflected close to where they were. Wow. And the cameraman was actually zooming in on one of the suspects shooting at the cops. And that's I haven't seen that video. I I Maybe that's one we were trying it. to look up, but it yeah. wasn't open. That's that's pretty crazy because I can't I can't imagine one being a cop trying to fend off these guys because that'd be pretty scary in itself because oh, yeah. being a cop and knowing that your job you may not come back home alive because you're in something like that. I mean yeah. imagine if you're in one of those every day. Yeah. I would I'm sure, I'm right sure there. the cops are prepared for something like this and they've been through the training but 
they don't expect it. They're, they're yeah. not they're not Marines. They're not trained to go into a war. That's yeah. what this was. This was a miniature war. Yeah. It was like a battle. And I don't know if I said how long it lasted. This lasted almost two hours. Wow. Before they finally stopped the car. And just, in, just in neighborhoods? Um, in North Hollywood, they were they got into a... They're a outside like high depart- departments, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty scary in itself for the policemen because just like you said, they're policemen. They're not trained to... Well, obviously, they are trained to be able to hand, handle a gunfight sort of situation. Yeah. But they're not as well trained as ex-Marines or mm-hmm. ex-military men as these guys were. Yeah. Because... And I think it was like three or four military men versus like almost 200 cops. You know, that is better odds for the policemen to be able to take down these guys because 200 against four obviously is good odds. Yeah. But when you're going against four of people who are trained to storm and do all these missions for their job, not so much as to what police guys do. Yes, they do some of that same stuff too, but it's not at the same kind of caliber as what yeah. Marines do mm-hmm. because cops fight wars at home, military fights wars away from home. So yeah. you, you kind of think of it that that level, but that's still pretty crazy that four ex-military men were able to hold off that many guys at yep. least for two an hour, hours, an hour and a half yeah, at least, until they, they were caught. An and the thing about shooting is that it's just crazy how two people can really have an effect on history and just that, okay, this is the West Hollywood shooting. Well, people in Hollywood obviously remember if you're living in that house that was right outside where oh, that shooting yeah, was. Yeah, scarred for life. Yeah, because you don't, you could obviously have something such as a bullet that shot through your window and maybe the hole in the wall where the bullet still remains. And as much as you would like to cover that up, as much as it's scarring to leave it there and say, okay, this is where the guy shot through my wall. Honestly, I'd kind of keep it there. I would. I think it'd be cool. cool. It'd be a mark (laughs) of history saying if we had a, if we had a shooting right outside our house, obviously I'd run, run for my life trying not to get killed. Yeah. But if somebody shot through my window and I saw, hey, this is where the famous 2009 Lakewood shooting happened and somebody shot a hole in my wall and it's, you know, police had investigated and stuff and say this bullet came from this gun and helped to find the suspects. I think that'd be cool to have kind of like a historical wall, like this wall helped to solve a crime. Yeah, kind of like where President Lincoln died, how they still have the bed. Yeah, and everything. exactly. Have you, I've, I've, I've actually been there too, yeah, seen the bed. You think President Lincoln's a really tall man and everything, and then you see the it's bed. Really then you see the bed and you're like, did he fit on that? Yeah, you, you would think he'd just be a big giant and his legs just hang over the side. Yeah, he probably was. I think I think his legs did hang over the side, but, but I don't know. But again, yeah, gun gunshots and any type of shooting or assassination or massacre can really just have an effect on not even... Your region, it's just the whole world. Yep. And the event that I chose is one that is remembered not only throughout a state and the country and the whole world, but also throughout the public schooling system. And what I chose was in April of 1999 was the Columbine High School shooting. Ah, I remember this one. And the thing that I remember was watching on the news, coming home from school, watching on the news, how these kids were being taken out by the police. So I didn't get to see the shooting actually going on. As they had the kids being evacuated and everything, yeah. But I saw them pulling the pulling the kids out live, and I thought, "Wow, I'd like to see some more of this and see what went on." Yeah, I, I don't even think I saw it the first day. It was just I saw it like within the week that it happened. It was, it was just it's crazy because yeah. that's why kids who go to school nowadays are still scared to go to school because of something like that. I mean, if you can imagine a kid that sits next to you right in your class who might be quiet, and from what I remember, the kids. That did the shooting. They killed 12 students and one teacher, and then they killed themselves. Now, why were they doing this? I think it's the whole reason because of self-esteem issues. 
because they, I believe they were made fun of. This wasn't like a religious thing, like, oh, no. we're going to go and kill. Not that I, not that I know of. I, I can't get my facts right all the time, but from what I have learned, it was kind of a depression and just being bullied around. I mean, if you're bullied around, you know, some kid who comes and beats you up with a fist, you know, that's obviously going to have some mark on you. But if you come and hold a gun up to that kid's face, you're going to have a lot more power to say, you know what, how do you like it? And then basically that's what happened. Yeah. And actually, you know, I might remember something about religion. And the thing that's still kind of controversy as to what happened is one of the first students that was killed um, is believed to have been asked if she believed in God. And she said yes without hesitation. And then one of the kids shot him or shot yeah, her. That's what yeah. I remember most about that yeah. one. And I, I don't know if that's still true, but I think it would be true. I would, I'd like to believe it because I can imagine something like that happening. She's a martyr for her faith. Exactly. Which comes the whole premise for the song Jesus Freak. Yeah, I because, like that song. Because it's a 90s song, isn't it? DC Talk, yes, there you go. Back to the 90s. But the whole thing about the Columbine is that it makes me afraid to be able to go into school and know that maybe somebody could be sitting right next to me and then come back to school and possibly kill me the next day. Yeah. Not because I hated them for anything. It's just because I was just a kid who was in the way of the bullet. Because you don't know what could happen. And things like these do happen, especially after the Columbine shooting... Just a few years ago, they had the Virginia Tech shooting. Yeah, I remember that, that one. And the, the guy who did the shooting, he actually mentioned the two kids from the Columbine. We should all be like these people, and they have power and stuff. And that was also another based on depression issues, because part of the premise for his reason to shoot up the college was because his girlfriend had dumped him. And because that can make, you know, any guy, that can probably make you go a little bit crazy. But... You hear that, sweetheart? Don't dump me. <laughs> the... The whole thing about the Columbine shooting is that it's scary to know that something like that could happen. Things like that, again, can really just affect your life. Mm-hmm. They can change your life. They can change everybody else's. So Columbine... Yeah. And right right around that time, I was starting to go to junior high. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why they didn't have let us have lockers for gym class. 99? Yeah. No, I think... Well, 99, I was... In so April of '99, I was just finishing third grade, so we weren't oh, we weren't that quite right. old. We weren't that quite old. That's, yet. What, that's what they told us because yeah. of that shooting. What I what I remember from junior high and sixth grade was September 11th, but that was obviously in 2001, mm-hmm. and that's a whole another issue. That's that, another show. That's another that's another show that we'll possibly do down the road. But the whole Columbine shooting was really just it still kind of breaks my heart knowing that people can be so mean to each other, and then. Those people who were beaten and scolded and made fun of can really just turn in the wrong direction and just kill people at random. Yeah, a smile goes a long way. It's it's scary to know that I could come to school and not possibly make it home in a couple of hours because I could be involved in a shooting that I didn't start. I was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. So that's really what I have to say about that in Hollywood. Again, living in a neighborhood where a shooting occurs, I'd be scared too. Yeah, it's the same thing about the school. Going, going to cash your check, are you sure you're going to come back? Yeah, it's it's scary. You don't know what's going to happen. But the good thing is, we're both alive. We're both here. I'm 18. Holden's going to be 18 in a couple of weeks. Yep. So that's all exciting. Yeah. So that's our show for today. This is the first show that we've done together since October. I know, since, it's, been, it's been too long. Since just before... Halloween Haunt, and by the way, Halloween Haunt, and eh, was I loved it. It, I it loved was it. it was okay. Personally, it wasn't my favorite thing to do. I might try it again years down the road, but 
it, it just how how many mazes did you go on? I think we did one. I, I would have done was, every maze gone. if you would have let me, but he didn't like the small confined areas. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't mind. I think he was scared. Yeah, I was a little bit scared. However, I I didn't mind walking around in the open, walking around with all the monsters walking around. I thought that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, you know we're we're walking around, we're taking pictures with the clowns. Yeah, that was pretty funny, and I still have that picture. We might have to we might have to post that because I think it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I have my pictures too. Yeah, so but that was a good time. So yeah, so that was our show for today, back in the day. And if you want to actually give us feedback, we have our email account set up that I just did today. So it's Dudes for Life Radio at gmail.com. So if you'd like to send us any feedback for anybody that is listening out there, it'd be greatly appreciated. Send us your replies because we want to know where you are. We want to know what you think about the show. And actually, don't, don't give us your name. We want to keep those enclosed. Yes, we, we're not stalkerish. We're not going to do that to anybody. Except maybe Holden. Uh, Don't tell him that. Okay, well, I'm Holden. This is Travis. This is Dudes for Life Radio. Out!